Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. I hope you guys had the best Thanksgiving. We definitely did. Had all six of my kids under one roof, and so that was super fun, and lots of family time with extended family, his parents, my parents, and I even got some alone time with my husband, so that was extra special because that's very rare, so we had a great break. I hope you guys did too. I hope that after last week's episode that you gained some clarity and have defined for yourself what finishing this year strong looks like for you and what that means for you, and today we are going to continue this discussion about thriving across multiple areas through the holidays. Going to continue talking a little more about intentionality by simplifying your life during the holidays and also making a plan. And we're going to talk a little bit about boundaries and discipline and how they go hand in hand. Okay, so Like we talked about last week, it is possible for your business to thrive during the holiday season without having to sacrifice the things that are the most important to you. It just requires you to be intentional. And the first part of being intentional is gaining clarity and defining what success even means so that you know exactly what you need to be intentional with. And then the next step in intentionality, once you have that clarity, is simplifying. And I think that during the busiest times of the year, that's when it becomes the most important to simplify. And in order to simplify, then you have to apply the Pareto Principle, which says that for many outcomes... 80% of the results come from 20% of the causes. So essentially, it's the 80-20 rule. So what that means is if you were to sit down and make a list of the top 10 things that you could do to grow your business or finish the year strong, that 80% of the results that you would get would come from only Two of those things. So that is how you simplify during a very busy season of life is determine what the biggest needle drivers are. So maybe try that. Go make a list of 10 things that would drive the needle forward in your business and then pick the most important two. But I'm going to give you a cheat sheet right now and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what those biggest needle drivers are right now during the holiday season. 
Sales and marketing. Those two things are the most important right now because as long as you are getting sales, you are making money. And if you are marketing, then you will increase your sales. And the same also applies to your team. If your team is engaging in the most important things and trying to simplify, as long as they are getting sales, then they are going to make money. And so will you. And if they are marketing, then that will actually drive and increase their sales. So there are a lot of things that you could be doing during this holiday season to grow your business, but those are the most important things. And if you, as long as you and your team are engaging in sales and marketing, then your business is still going to grow. So that is how you can simplify and how you can help your team simplify. And truth be told, this time of year, sales and marketing is simpler than any other time of the year because of all of the promos and incentives and discounts that companies offer during this time of the year. So you should definitely be positioned for success. And it's up to you to be intentional about going out and getting that success that you want. All right, so once you have defined what success even is and you've gotten clarity on that across multiple areas that you want to be successful in and you have simplified the top 20% of activities that you need to do in each area and I already gave you the ones for your business that are going to give you 80% of the results that you want then you need to make a plan and by plan I mean you decide when you are going to intentionally engage in those needle-driving activities. And you guys have heard the saying, I'm sure, if you fail to plan, then you can just go ahead and plan to fail. Having a plan is the only way to juggle multiple responsibilities well, proactively, and not live reactively. When you have a plan, you are telling your time where it's going to go instead of wondering where it went. Time is a very finite resource. It Money comes and goes, but time, you're only going to get so much of it, okay? So you do have to plan it if you want to maximize it. And I would say that is especially important during this season where you don't want to miss a moment. You don't want to miss any opportunity to create a warm memory with your kids. And you also don't don't want to miss an opportunity to grow your business. You can do both, but not without a plan. So once you determine what activities need to be done, across multiple areas, not just your business, then you're going to sit down with your time blocking grid and you are going to decide when each thing is going to get done. So this is how I do it. And this definitely helps me be proactive in every part of my life. But every single week I sit down and I time block the, the upcoming week. My favorite time to do it is on a Friday or Saturday for the week ahead. And I will sit down with a grid that down the, like a spreadsheet. You can make one, you can draw it, you can purchase them, however you want to do it. But 
you can if you don't have a time blocker then you literally can make one i've done it many times you can just go and make a spreadsheet where the vertical columns are times of the day and then the horizontal rows across the top are days of the week so have yourself a a grid for the week when i sit down to plan my week i start by looking at what's on my family's calendar what appointments do I have? What event? What events do I have coming up? And I go ahead and write those things into my grid. So if I have standing team calls, I put that on there. If my kids have a program at school, I'm going to put that on there. If there's a holiday party on this day, a class party, like whatever it is, I, I if I have an event or an appointment, dentist appointment, whatever, I put all of those commitments on there first. And then I add my priorities across every area. I'm going to put on there exactly what I'm going to work out each day. I'm going to put on there when I'm going to cook dinner, when I'm going to spend time with my family, when I'm going to work my business, when I am working my business, what activities am I doing at what time? So you have your simplified task list with the needle drivers in each area of your life And then you decide and you set your intention for when you're going to do each of those things every week. And again, the goal is not perfection with this. At the end of every single week, have I done every single thing I set my intention on that plan to do? No, but I will say generally I do accomplish about 80% of it. And even on the busiest or most chaotic weeks when there were like, unpredictable things that just like come up um I get way more done having this plan in place than I would if there was no plan in place at all and so progress still happens even if I didn't hit it all perfectly and here is one other thing that I want you to understand before I move on to the next point which is boundaries that the The proactive things that you need to do that will drive the needle forward in your business very, very rarely feel urgent. They're extremely important, but they don't usually feel urgent. And as an entrepreneur, if you want to be successful and in across multiple areas and you don't want to get to a place of complete burnout, the only solution is to be proactive. So think about how that would apply to your fitness. Does it feel urgent to work out? Does it feel urgent to eat healthy? Those things don't feel urgent, but they're very important and you can't be successful without those things, right? So your business and your personal life, same exact things. If it feels urgent, that doesn't necessarily make it the most important. It can feel urgent if your phone is ringing. Is that the most important thing in that moment? If it's not a needle driver that you have simplified all the way down to like the most important needle drivers. If it's not the needle driver, but it feels urgent, it's probably not the most important. Now, there are things that can be urgent and important. Those are emergencies. Those are things like, You can't ignore them or there's like major consequences that happen. So an example of that would be like 
your kid falls off the trampoline and breaks his arm. Urgent and important, right? Like you can't just be like, that's urgent, but I'm just not going to take action on it because it's not my needle drop right now. No, there are times when it's urgent and important. That's an emergency. You got to take immediate action. But here's the thing. You can't live in the urgent and important all of the time. Imagine if you were constantly in a state of urgent and important. That would be like living in a constant state of emergency. The urgent and important things should be the exception. It shouldn't be your lifestyle. So if you have gotten clarity on exactly what it is that you want and you know what success means for you for the short term and for the long term and what it means to finish the year strong and then you have drilled down and simplified all of the activities to determine what are the most important needle driver things to do in each area and then you actually make a plan that is going to help you live proactively versus just reacting to like anything that's thrown at you or any requests for your time or energy or attention. And it's going to keep you making progress. It's going to keep you on track toward your goals instead of being in a cycle of, oh, I'm running hard and then I'm taking my foot off the pedal or being in a cycle of, what I call spinning wheels syndrome because you feel like you're running really, really, really hard but going nowhere very quickly, which is exactly what happens when you are living reactively instead of proactively. You will feel like you are spinning your wheels. And I'm telling you, it does not have to be that way anytime, but also during the holiday season. All right, let's go on to the next thing that is going to help you Grow your business through the holidays without sacrificing the other parts of your life that are very important to you, and that is boundaries. And I feel like intentionality, boundaries, and discipline, they all go hand in hand, and they all kind of require each other and depend upon each other. You can't really have good boundaries if you are not intentional and don't have discipline. You can't be intentional without boundaries and discipline. Discipline without intentionality behind it is really just meaningless and pointless, right? And you can't have discipline if you don't have boundaries. So they they all go hand in hand. Also, time blocking is boundary setting, It's you setting boundaries around your time. It's setting boundaries around where your attention is going to go. And then you have to apply the discipline to do what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it. Again, not perfectly, but just consistently enough to make progress. So, Let me ask you this. What are you needing to set boundaries with? Is it a certain person that you find yourself talking to too much or some a person whose mindset or energy might be 
zapping you of creativity or keeping you stuck in a negative rut. So is it a boundary with a person? Is it a boundary with um, scrolling social media or wasting time in some other way? What boundaries do you need to have in place in order to stick to your plan? And then what obstacles may come up or temptations might come up that would prevent you from applying the discipline to maintain your boundaries that would allow you to stick to the plan that you have outlined for yourself and your family? Do you need better boundaries with your team so that you can focus more on your sales and marketing? Do you need better boundaries with your phone so that you can focus on your family when it's time to focus on your family. So an example of that might be turning notifications off, putting your phone on do not disturb or um, letting your, keeping all of your business-related activities on Messenger or some other app besides your text messages or whatever so that you can turn your business off and be present mentally when it's time to be present mentally, you are really the only one who can answer those questions. So I encourage you to take some time to do that. Write down those questions and then take some time to journal it, journal it through or maybe even talk it through. If you're a verbal processor, maybe you need to grab a friend and like talk it through with each other. But either way, whatever your method, you need to get clear on it, okay? That's really important that you are clear on that. And honest with yourself about that. And once you have determined what boundaries do I need to establish or make more clear, then you have to be willing to lovingly communicate the boundaries. If the boundary involves other people, or even if the boundary is just a boundary with yourself, your phone or whatever, you still need to communicate the boundary with somebody who that that would provide accountability for you. And I'm not saying you should expect somebody to hold you accountable. I'm saying communicate to someone the boundary that you are putting in place that way you're holding yourself accountable just for the simple fact that that person knows about your intention with this boundary it's so important to communicate the boundary and I realize that can be a little uncomfortable but if you don't lovingly communicate a boundary then you can't expect other people to know what your needs are You can't expect other people to honor your boundaries that you have not communicated. So sometimes communicating the boundary might look like just simply letting other people know what your intentions are. So for example, if you are on a holiday trip with your family and you let your team know, hey, I'll be out of pocket on this day, this day, and this day. So I'll be unavailable to answer questions. I'm going to take some time and you know, be very intentional and present with my family. That would be a loving way to communicate. This is my intention. And here is something that I so often see amongst leaders who have big vision, big goals, big drive, big work ethic, they tend to be pretty disciplined when it comes to the needle driving activities, but they really struggle with the discipline when it comes to their own boundaries. 
And leaders, I'm just here to tell you, if you have lovingly communicated a boundary, but then you don't honor your own boundary, it's not your team's fault. Like you can't get frustrated with your team if you're saying, I'm going to be with my family on this day and time, but then you continue to respond to their messages or you get annoyed that they're sending you a message in the first place. That's not your team's problem. You shouldn't be annoyed with them you because they're not doing anything wrong by sending you a message unless you have said, don't send me any messages during this time. It's up to you to put boundaries in place with your phone, with your apps, your notifications or whatever, and then have the discipline to just not check it. And that's not your team's fault if you lack that discipline. So I'm just saying, communicate the boundary, but then have the discipline to honor the boundary. And that's really important for leadership. It's really important because when you have healthy boundaries in place, what you're communicating to your team is freedom. That is precisely what you are communicating. You are communicating you can do multiple things well. You don't have to constantly be staring at your phone or a slave to your phone. You can thrive in your personal life and in your business at the same time. The only way that you can communicate that is by doing it. It's by modeling it. You can't Try to convince your team that this is about freedom while you are enslaved to your phone or your business. So it's really important that you have healthy boundaries so that you are communicating freedom to your team. And I think that if you have taken the time to be intentional about your plan and you feel good about the plan then it makes it so much easier for you to have the discipline to tell yourself, you know what, I have done enough. This is what God has called me to in this season, and I feel great about this plan. So again, it goes back to intentionality. If you are not being intentional, it's going to make the discipline meaningless, pointless, and also just flat out way more difficult. All right, so there you have it, guys. It is possible for you to thrive and grow across multiple areas, even in the busiest of seasons, and that is what it is going to require of you, intentionality, boundaries, and discipline. Hope you guys have a great holiday season. I hope that you fully enjoy everything that the season has to offer while also making progress toward your goals and setting yourself up for momentum in the coming quarter. So was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.